Welcome to the loudest podcast on the internet. The only podcast that was started before the quarantine began. <laughs> That's true. That's statistics. Look it up. This is the only podcast that began before the quarantine. Amazon is sold out of podcasting mics. Did you know that? Yes, I do. That's how bad this is. This is, it's a national content emergency. Oh, the, the thing that pisses me off is that Amazon is sold out of web cameras because like everybody, I need a webcam for my kids so my kids can go to school. I need a webcam for the loudest podcast, okay? Who the fuck Priorities. Who the fuck needs a webcam to go to school? Every child in America? Can't they just listen? I, you know what? Asked and answered. That's a good point. <laughs> Why can't they just listen? That's a really good point. That would be great. What, no. are you going to see these kids nodding? I guess, how will you know that they raised their hand? That's true. How would they know you're not cheating? But then again, you could just like tape all the answers to your little wall. You could wallpaper the area in front of your desk with like formulas, like Y equals MC squared. Wait, no, I've, I've been so divorced from education or math. I can't think of a single quadratic formula or anything. I also could not think of a single formula that I would need on my wall at any point in time. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Y equals MX plus B. That's a line, right? I don't know. I don't know. Y equals X squared. That's a, what's it called? A parabola, right? I don't know. <laughs> I do know. That it takes two gold nuggets to make the golden candlesticks, which are worth 20,000 bells in Animal Crossing. Let me tell you, did you hear about that guy that was like, Animal Crossing, it, it subconsciously it plays to a woman's desire to be dominated. I'm <laughs> sorry, what? Wait, give me a second. Okay. Let me make sure I can find it. But. While Sriracha is looking this up, I'll tell you guys, hey, thank you so much for listening. Uh, something that we would love if you could do is to go on iTunes and give us a, a good review. We'd like five stars, but iTunes says we're not allowed to ask for five stars. Some shit like that. iTunes has rules. How would they ever know? I, don't, asked. I don't know. I heard a long time ago that iTunes has like one guy working for the podcast department. I believe that. Yeah, and it's like, you better know that one guy's email. All right, but, but anyway, did you find the thing? Oh, I have no idea where it is. It's lost to the NLs of Facebook history. Oh well, what was... Okay, so the gist of it was... The, the gist conceit of it, of it was like... Animal Crossing is liberal propaganda Love because it. it involves owning the earth while also sharing it with some kind of like land th ownership theory. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. I get it. It's like, that's one of the things I don't like about the internet is how everyone's just like, Current trend plus my political opinions. Like, how the pandemic, blah, 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 libertarianism. Has how, the, how the new how the new Super Smash Brothers game, blah, 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 communism. Is racist. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to think of like another, how slap bracelets, blah, 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 feminist theory. It's like, okay, I get it. Have, has anybody complained yet about how when you need to dig on the beach looking for Gulliver's communicator parts, it kind of looks like those tripophobia? Like when they edit the lotus pods onto like people's hands and it looks like they have... You know what trypophobia is, right? I believe that's a fear of holes. Yes, it's a fear of clustered holes very close together. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was that. 
that specific. Yeah, no, and it I really. I thought it was like you'd go into a blockbuster video, see the movie Holes, and then piss yourself. I mean, you probably would. And the people, in my experience, I'm sure this is not the case with everybody. In my experience, people that have that are just baby bitches who like it. to complain. Everybody wants to have their thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't eat anything that has a. F- I don't eat any animal that has a face. Like, oh, I look. I I can't go in the deep end of a place. Everybody wants to be interesting, and nobody's a stereo's coconut. Nobody's sriracha either. God, what are you so? What are you excited for after this quarantine's over? Where's so what? What are you most excited to be able to do in real life again? You know, it's difficult because as a sober person, I wasn't having fun anyway. Like. Everyone's like, oh, I want to go out and go to the bars and party and this and that. I'm like, I don't know. I guess I want to be able to play Animal Crossing at the at a Denny's. I like, like, I don't know. As a, again, as a sober person, my whole life is a prison. You got to get a case for that thing now because I bet that's going to be a lot of fun to play on the train. I played it the other day on the subway. And I, the only reason I did it is because the subways are now completely empty. I had to go into town to get some cruelty-free mouse traps Because now that I've seen the mouse that we have in our kitchen, it's too cute to kill. It's tiny. It's wide. We have one mouse in our kitchen. He's very tiny. We have one mouse in our kitchen, which honestly in New York is a blessing because like the... The buildings are made of rats in New York. Yeah, we got a real nice apartment. Yeah, I really fucking like this place. I'm amazing we haven't seen a mouse since we lived here. Yeah, we've been in this apartment for like three years. Now we have a mouse. He's a dead ringer for Remy the Mouse. Now, I know that you're going to say, Remy's a rat. He is a rat. But he's not, I think he's a little mouse. He, look, he looks a lot like rats are vicious Rats are the tigers of the walls. My mine's are cute. Rats are big. Yeah, I know. Too. That's the Rats thing. are scary. You got the I'm down there. I'm down at the Coles. The they have mouse traps and rat traps. You can also use the rat traps to catch squirrels and raccoons. Oh my god, I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, exactly. But and look, is this hypocritical? Yes. Have I killed thousands of chickens in my never-ending quest to be satisfied to become a human McNugget? Yes. Hmm. Like, have I eaten veal before, which is, like, even more adorable than lamb? Wait, what is veal lamb? Veal is, like, the evilest meat you can eat. It's baby calf. It's ba- Oh, it's little baby calf. Yeah, lamb is just lamb. Okay. I get- I've eaten veal. I've eaten all the... Look, I've made eye contact with the mouse. It's over now. It's kind of like how Timon and Pumbaa had that rule. They're not allowed to eat anything that has talked to them. Oh, really? Yeah, because Timon and Pumbaa, they'll eat bugs all fucking day. But if a bug goes like, hey, please don't eat me, that's where Timon and Pumbaa draw the line, baby. Yeah, it's weird. Like, sometimes late at night, I'll think about the rules in these cartoon universes on what is an intelligent animal and what isn't. Because something that pisses me off about Paw Patrol is that... Okay, so I hate it when there are not clearly defined rules as to what is an intelligent animal and what isn't. Because, okay, if you've never seen Paw Patrol, it's about a little Mexican kid and a bunch of puppies. And the puppies each have a superpower or they can operate machinery or something. And there's puppies and then there's cats. And the cats and the puppies have, like, basically human intelligence. Like, they can talk to one another. They can communicate. They can work together. They can solve abstract problems and understand understand concepts 
But then there are also other animals, like goats, that are not intelligent, I guess, because at one, one episode of Paw Patrol I've seen, they have to, their goats get stuck on, like, the top of a barn or something, and they they have to, like, fire, they have to, like, get a cherry picker to get the goats down from the top of the building. And I just don't understand, is it just cats and dogs then? Is it just cats and dogs that can talk to you and communicate? Or are there other animals? Is it just goats? Because there are also bears. And bats. Yes. <laughs> there were bats in the mayor's purse. There were bears sleeping inside the inside the convenience store. Now, I want to say, I think we've, I, we've discussed Paw Patrol before, so I don't want to talk about this too much on the show. But, like, it is weird how it's like the dogs are so smart that they put on clothes have beach picnics and operate tanks and goats are so stupid they won't get off a roof even though it's kind of like there's nothing for you up on that roof guy there's there's not like there's eucalyptus up there you're not having fun on the how did you get on the roof you know what else is interesting to think about is the moral implications of movies where dogs can talk but they still have a subservient role to humans (laughs) That's a really fucking good point. Like Beverly Hills Chihuahua. I'm always very interested in how these movies about talking dogs make it okay in kids' minds that the dogs are basically property. Like They're basically property of humans. And it's either one of two things. It's either the dogs are super intelligent and have realized that they can gain a societal benefit by pretending that they are dumb animals that the humans own, or they like being slaves. Which are the same, which are kind of two sides of the same coin. I was going to say the same thing. Like the dogs are like, ah, it's a dog's life. Not allowed to go outside, consider someone else's property. If I die, I'm quickly replaced. If so, if I get sick and it's too expensive to keep me, I'll, I'll die. Ah, to be a dog. Yeah, the dogs versus cats movie, I think, does it best. Because that in the, those movies, like the dogs have underground networks. Yes. Where, but they've realized that if they pretend to be dumb animals then they get to live in the house and they get fed constantly the beverly hills chihuahua movies are the worst though because in those they're just like wow i love to be a slave isn't it great to not be allowed outside except when my human lets me i do well well, but again to be fair to the specific animals in beverly hills chihuahua they're living in beverly hills baby like you don't, you know, that movie opens with the song Mambo Number no. Five. That's how you know you're having a good time. If Mambo Number no. Five's playing, they don't play Mambo Number no. Five at a funeral. I mean, maybe they'll play it at Lou Vegas' funeral, but even then I might be like, this might not be the right time for Mambo Number no. Five. Man, how pissed off would you be if you were a dog and you had to work? Like. <laughs> Like, like the Paw Patrol dogs do? Yeah, like your brother's the golden retriever is at home licking his balls and you have to go to the airport at 3 a.m. to sniff packages. Like, how fucking pissed off would oh, you be? IRL dog job. Yeah. yeah, also like police dogs. Like, being a fucking police dog is terrible because like if you witness your like your fellow police dog committing a murder, you've got like the blue wall of silence. And like imagine like if like the dogs from internal sniff air show up <laughs> and like and they're asking questions and you're like, you know, hey, it's us versus them out there. It's us, it's us versus them. You know? Who are the real who are the real gang? 
gangs? The gangs or the cops? And fun fact, police shoot dogs a lot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if you didn't know that, like, yeah, look it up. There are statistics on this. So imagine, like... If a cop's going to shoot someone, most of the time, it's not with the intention to kill them. If a cop shoots a dog, it's to fucking kill the dog. And imagine if you're a dog and you have to uh, watch on basically a weekly basis, a cop literally murdering, like pulling out a gun and shooting a dog with the intention of kill- ending that dog's life. Oh my God, you're right. You're partying a dog murder as a canine cop. Goodness fucking gracious. Okay. Just back to Paw Patrol real quick, yeah. even though I'm the one that said that we've already talked about it before. <laughs> the kid's name is Ryder? I, I think so. What's he doing all day? He's in fucking management. He's a fucking fat cat, and there are fat cats in the show. Ryder fucking sucks. Ryder needs to get his shit in order. I would be fucking pissed if I was Everest, and Ryder called me, and then I didn't even need to go on the mission. Which happens all the time! Every it's fucking Paw Patrol! Everybody get to the fucking base! Okay, we have nothing to do with bulldozing today, so Rubble, you just watch. It's like he was at a picnic. The... Ryder never calls on the Paw Patrol when they're all just like, hey, I was nothing to do. Yeah. The Paw Patrol is never like, oh, I really, I hope someone's in danger. They're always doing, they're at the movies, they're at a candy festival, they're always doing, they, oh, I wish all stories didn't have to start and media res. They, the Paw Patrol needs to figure the fuck out how to give each member of the Paw Patrol their own beeper. Because Ryder, it's not a fucking surprise. Like, they don't arrive at the job and they're like, oh shit, we need a bulldozer. We didn't realize that. Every single time, the Pran goes off without a hitch, and every single time, they call all of the Paw Patrol members only to send 66% of them home. (laughs) Also, they make them all change. Yeah, that's true. They get in the elevator, all of a sudden they're all in their outfits, and then just some of them stay in the command center. Ryder, again, he needs to get his shit together. Also, get a little airplane or something. How about you get a rocket snowboard ride? Fucking do something. What's... Wait a minute. Is Ryder like their agent? Maybe that's Ryder's importance. Is like he's got... connect. He's like the... uh, He's like that. Wait, what's the name of Trump's uh, uh, son-in-law? Jared. He's like the Jared Kushner of the Paw Patrol. He just has friends and is well connected. Oh, my God. What if we got Joe Biden? So what if we got Hunter to fight Jared? He would do it. He totally would. I think Hunter wants to fight Donald Trump. Hunter later. wants to fight some. Didn't he get arrested for crack or something? Probably, yeah, yeah, he did. He did. He got arrested for drugs. Like one of the Biden kids. Was like an incredibly straight arrow, was like an attorney general. Then the Iraq war happened. He joined the military. Then he died of like a, of like a terrible cancer. And the other one is Hunter Biden. Like we lost the good Biden. And I know that's a very rare turn of phrase. Yeah. But I was thinking the other day about the Kennedys. Because everyone's always like, oh, the Kennedy curse, the Kennedy curse. Oh, this one fucking died. This one got shot. This one died like this. This one died in a playground. Oh, the Kennedy curse. Oh, Chabaquiddick. I don't think it's that the Kennedys are cursed. I think it's just that, like, when you're rich, you go on a lot of airplanes and you go to a lot of parties and you drive in a lot of cars and you're just out a lot. And, like, I think it's just, like, when you're rich, you have a much, uh, like... 
the chances of us dying in a private plane crash are one in a million. Yeah. Oh, wow. I never thought about that. Yeah, because, like, what do middle class people do? Go to work and then go, like, maybe out to Applebee's. Like once a week. week. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty low. That's a pretty low risk lifestyle. If you're, like, flying private helicopters to dubious sex islands. Yes. Then... You're 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 living you're living on the edge. Exactly, and I was like, oh no, oh we love the oh why is this happening? It's a cur- you you know what the curse is? Money. Aren't you the one that told me that like lottery winners always end up getting murdered? Yeah, no, they either end up getting murdered or they end up just die. There there are statistics on this. I swear, I don't I have them. Me. I don't have them off the cuff, but lottery winners I die young at like rates that are in. It, uncomparable to the general population because they're so high. Yeah. Like the average life span of a lottery winner was something like 35. Oh my God. And look, everyone always says like, oh, if I win the lottery, I'm going to live my regular life and not tell anybody. I'll keep going to work, but I'll have the money. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You will. You're like, you're not going to buy a 12 pack of Bugatti's boog immediately. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. No way. I wouldn't do that. Are you kidding me? All right. Before we wrap the first event, what would you do if you had a hundred million dollars? Hmm. Trying to think of what I would do if I had a hundred million dollars. I think I would probably buy the Nintendo Switch that has Animal Crossing on it. It's gonna cost okay. What are you gonna do with your other two million dollars? <laughs> what are you gonna do with your money? Um a sponsor a family in the Philippines. Just send them a thousand dollars a month. Just become someone's guardian. I'm gonna learn Tagalog. I'm gonna quit my job, learn Tagalog, and then sponsor a family in the Philippines for a thousand dollars in the month. And then I'm gonna make them like the Tom Nook of their village. I'm not talking like not in Manila. I'm talking like three, four miles out, like the second world country part of the Philippines. And if we send them like a million dollars and be like, go rig a political election or something. Oh, that sounds like fun. Wait a minute. So if you had a hundred million dollars, you're essentially turning the real world into Sim City. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's cool. That's okay. I want a hair salon here, a police station here. I get to pick the mayor. That's cool as hell. Raise taxes. Alien invasion, set a fire over here. Fracking? Yeah, sure. Go do it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Fracking sounds good. All right, hey, look, that's it for our first one. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Water Spot. It's the only podcast that has two microphones that were bought at reasonable prices. Instagram models are starting podcasts now. Did you hear about that? Have you tried to listen to them? No, but I should do that. I should do that for next week's episode. I should review a podcast started during the quarantine because I follow a lot of these like professional hot women and a lot of them are starting podcasts now. I should try to listen to one. I'm sure it's going to be informative and educational. <laughs> I I think it's uh it's depressing. I read a story once about like how a girl that had like a million Instagram followers couldn't even sell 30 t-shirts. Oh yeah, huh? And um, I saw one of the ones I follow started a YouTube channel and she had 180,000 followers on Instagram. She's like, I'm going to start a YouTube channel where I just talk about philosophy. And then now she has 1,700 subscribers. So I was like, oh, that must be devastating your self-esteem. But that must make you real happy that like some super hot Instagram models got brought back down to earth. Yeah, uh-huh, it does. I don't know why. 
it makes me happy, but it do. People failing makes me happy. People failing. People who have it better than me coming back down to earth. I'm like, oh, yes, the sweetest of nectars. Uh, Even though it's not like I'm getting any more popular. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not getting any richer. It's like, yeah, now we're both stuck in this hole, you dumb and then I say the B word. Yeah, whoever is pranking me with the Instagram followers, I appreciate it. I got like 3,000 Instagram followers overnight. I don't know where they all came from. I, I think what happened is your Instagram link, it's Instagram.com slash Sierra Rancho. Yeah, Sierra Rancho. Sierra Rancho. You should give, give her a follow. It's a good follow. I think your Instagram URL must have gotten added to one of those like, check out this hot chick message boards or like like a reddit like of like upcoming of like new faces i i think that like someone discovered you and is championing you i think i'm just getting hacked or something like somebody's pulling a prank on me i just don't see it's like it would cost money to buy you instagram followers that's true maybe they're trying to get me banned though because if you buy followers you get banned that's true somebody could be trying to do that but the thing is if you got banned and then you went out there and and you were like i got banned someone banned me from instagram then you would get sympathy and even more followers oh yeah it's a lot it's a lot to think about it's a lot to take in my least favorite part have you ever gone to a virtual doctor's appointment yes i fucking let me tell you let me tell you people open back up this day i don't care how many people get covid i'm never going to another virtual doctor's appointment again okay now i I know you've gone to a couple of them i mean personally the the very few times i've done telemedicine like they're not well, back then, they weren't allowed to prescribe anything. I'm guessing they're allowed to prescribe shit now. They're not prescribing me anything new. I've been going to the doctor for a long time because I look I look very healthy, but I'm very, very sick on the inside. <laughs> so they're not prescribing me anything new. They will give me refills. So okay. I don't know if that's like a rule where they're not allowed. I'm sure something they have changed the rules or something, but... God damn it. I hate it so much. It's fucking embarrassing. It's so fucking embarrassing to be sitting there talking about your problems to a webcam on some, whatever the HIPAA compliant version of Skype is. And the only thing I'm thinking is I cannot believe I am paying this much money for a fucking Skype call. I hate this. I hate virtual doctor's appointment. Fuck you. I'll get, I'll go lick a subway pole before I'll go to another goddamn virtual telemed at least they should be cam girling it up like as they're asking you about like your blood pressure and cholesterol they should be like putting shoe on head you know putting a thing and a thing on button and a thing button it up another thing like give me my goddamn money's worth here give me my goddamn money's worth and i one half of my brain is like we need to end this conversation as quickly as possible because this is fucking embarrassing the other half of my brain is like no, you need to take the whole hour because you're going to be paying. You're paying your fucking deductible anyway. So you might as well sit here and cry at your fucking webcam like the pussy ass bitch that you are. Fuck you, telemed. Go fuck yourself. Is it possible? Okay, now I'm starting to realize something. Is it possible that you don't hate telemedicine? Is it possible that you just don't like going to the doctor? I don't know. Very, let me just say this. Very few of your complaints have been about the, is it that you can see yourself? Is that what you? Yes, that is the big problem. Okay. 
that has to be fixed. You're Dude, right. No. We have to find a way. Because uh, in Zoom meetings, I turn myself off. Because if I could see myself, all I would be doing would be like judging like like my widow's peak. Like, I don't have a widow's peak. I have a husband is sick and dying. I have like a convalescent husband peak. Oh, your hair looks good. We like, look, we know... We know we're going to be a widow soon, but we're not quite there yet. And like, we're still going over for visits and we're pretending things are normal. But this old geezer is dying. Make room in the freezer for the geezer. That's what I'm doing on these fucking Zoom calls. Anna Nicole Smith peak. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Goodness. Christ. So like, if you, okay, you got to find a way to turn yourself off. I do. I think, you know what? I, I'm had, that is an epiphany. I've never thought about that, but that definitely is what it is. Because, like, if you put a mirror in front of people, they are less likely to steal something because looking at yourself makes you more aware of, like, your actions and how they look to other people. I have, I heard a long time ago that if a serial killer is threatening to murder you, you are supposed to immediately tell him a bunch of details about your life. So, because serial killers see you as less than human. So, you're supposed to be like, my name is Asterios Kokonos. I was born in 1976. My first job was at the National Scrabble Association. I love grilled chicken and I and I love chicken nuggets. I'm, I'm a big fan of the XCOM series of games. Have you heard this? I believe it. I have not heard it anywhere, but I do believe it. Okay. We're going we're gonna to pause real quick because I want to look this up. That's a good idea. All right. I couldn't find anything about couldn't find anything about that thing I'd heard. That's okay. That happens. But here's what I'm realizing though, because I heard that like in high school. So like I was watching the news and someone was like, very quickly tell a serial killer a bunch of personal private information about yourself. And now I'm realizing, what if that person on the news was a serial killer who's like, yeah, what you want to do is tell someone your name and address, how many family members you have, whether or not they're armed. I don't know. I think I've played one too many icebreaker games that that would make me want to kill someone more. Yeah, I know. Doesn't say, doesn't sound realistic. Okay, all right. So if you're gonna get killed by a serial killer, I don't know. Have ashy skin. Like have skin so bad that like it doesn't matter how many times you put the lotion on your skin. Like you'll never have the wrinkles out again. You'll never ever <laughs> become a suit. Yeah, don't you stop moisturizing now, listeners. And do it for protect yourself. <laughs> Exactly. All right. What were we just talking about? I don't know. Telemed or something. Telemed. Okay. Just a classic syringe ramble. I like your rambles. Classic. I got another one for you in the in the in the in the the side guys. If you want it. Uh, So you heard of this Havina app? No. Okay. So there's an app on the App Store called Havina. It's like Tinder for finding friends, and it's only for women. I know. I know the download. I've seen the download numbers. I know it's a sausage party in here. So the Havina app, you can only be on it if you're a woman, and uh, it's for finding friends in your area, like hot, sexy women who want to make friends near you. Let me tell you, this application. This is why I could never date again because, for, first of all, it's like getting the experience of being a man on Tinder. Yikes. Because you're constantly getting, like, rejected. You get rejected for friendship? Oh, yes, I get rejected frequently. And let me tell you, let me tell you, asshole. 
I just broke my retainer. Let me tell you, assholes. Did you really just break your retainer? No, I dropped my phone on it. It looks okay. Okay, good. I know those things are expensive. I heard a popping sound. And I was like, oh god, did I just irreparably fuck my teeth? Because I can't go to the, I can't go back. The orthodontist is closed. Mm. Anyway, so the Hey Vina app. If if you're if you're a woman, you should you should download it. Give give it a shot. Tell me if you have the same experience as I do, because it's like. And let me tell you, here's what I've realized on this app while using this app. Because all my friends live in either Philadelphia or Atlanta where they go to Georgia State and where tuition is handled by some dude on seeking arrangement that she only sees when she feels obligated to. Um, Here's why I can never be on a dating app again. It's because you motherfuckers, you motherfuckers, you get one little taste of anime anime being in the acceptable in the culture where you know, it's kind of not weird to watch anime anymore or it's not like really you don't need to watch acid washed subtitled videotapes if you want to watch dragon ball z now right so now everybody's typing they're typing away in their little profiles i love anime you do not do not put in your profile on anything that you like anime if you mean you watched one season of fucking My Hero Academia eight years ago, okay? Because then when I swipe on you and I start talking about Orisuki, you can't immediately unblock me or block me like I'm the fucking weirdo. Like, I'm the fucking weirdo. Why is that show so popular? That show fucking sucks. You mind if I wild out real quick for a minute? Why is that show so popular? If every character on that show was a fucking cunt, I do not understand, except Sasanka, who did fucking nothing wrong and who <laughs> deserves to win the harem battle. You know how much, how little of a shit Orisuka gives about you? The ninth episode, the ninth or tenth episode is a fucking clip show. You know how much little of a shit you need to give to have a clip show in an animated program? That's like a big middle finger to you. If you have no, here's the qualification standards for whether or not you get to put you like anime in your pocket. If you've never sat and stared at a mal list and said to yourself, well, I guess I'll watch Citrus because it's the only thing that's not incest bait from A1 Pictures that looks interesting this season. Joke's on you. It's incest. If I had a nickel for every time, fuck A1 Pictures, all my homies hate A1 Pictures. If I had a nickel for every A1 Pictures anime that has come out that is about a teenage boy getting into sexually frustrating situations with a female family member who is not biologically related to him, I would have two nickels, which is not a lot, but it's fucking weird they did it two times, right? It sounds weird to me. Anohana is the only thing worth watching. And yes, I'm counting Aramanga Sensei. Don't at me. I don't care. I'm not watching that shit. I'm not watching your incest bait. Fuck off. Okay, you're arguing like someone who is watching the incest stuff. I'm just pointing that out. I you watch- literally said, like, I'm not going on a podcast saying, I'm not, I'll never watch your incest cartoons. I know their names. I know the studio that makes them, but I'll never watch your, it's like, you are, den- I, you're protesting a little bit too much. I watched this show about two years ago. It was called Citrus, and it's about a girl whose mom gets married to she gets a stepsister and then in the title cards in the opening like song that they do on all of them there is a 
tongue kiss, like an explicit open mouth tongue kiss between these two stepsisters. And I'm like, God damn it, is this another fucking incest show? So obviously I watched all of seasons one and season two. Yeah, so but by season three, I'm like, I'm sick of the incest. I gave up around episode 10 because it's like, just tell her you want to fuck your sister. Like, I'm not thrilled about what's happening here, but just tell her, man. I can't deal with this anymore. I can't deal with this will they, won't they fuck each other. And first of all, uh, how would you or would you? I love, I love in the Aura email manga when the brother and sister go and they get pictures portraits taken of themselves wearing a tuxedo and a wedding dress kissing and their parents find it and they decide okay kyosuke you're fucking moving out to an apartment until exams are over and if you get an a you can come back because you're getting a little too close to your sisters i would whoop my kids cheeks so fucking hard they would never be able to sit fucking down if i found out my children were fucking each other what would that would that is like 10 levels of lenient parenting and it's treated like this big emotional thing like no you are lucky that you didn't get that there was any triple homicide in that apartment okay after they found that okay okay i think that the real problem here is that they said you can move back in if you do well on a test that's a very the only that's test- the most Japanese thing I think I've ever heard. That's just like, that, that's like, look, I don't like that you're fucking your sister, but I will use this to make sure you get an A on your exams. I'm going to set up the sweetest possible plug for you to do well at, at your, your college entrance exams or what the fuck? You know, the only exam you need to pass to stay in my house is the exam where you don't have, where you identify who is okay and not okay to have sexual relationships with. And let me tell you, it's a pretty easy exam to pass. I, okay. If I turned out that my if it turned out that my kids were having an Orosuki style relationship, and God, I hope I said that right. I didn't. You didn't. Okay. What phrase am I looking for? Ora emo. If I found out that my kids were having an Ora emo style relationship, I would move Ora to the West Coast and Emo to the East Coast. (laughs) Like I would change their phone numbers. I would. uh, I might send one of them to the Arctic Circle. And be like, you're going to be an ice core researcher. And then I'd send the other one to like the South Pacific and you're going to find a cure for the hantavirus. Yeah, I would have to. I would have to permanently. I would either have to. The older one, I would have to send away forever. I think. I don't think. I don't think that's like, no, you can never have. Do not ever contact your sister again. So I'm guessing one of the I'm guessing Aura Emo does well on the test. It's at the end of the series, their relationship is left to be ambiguous. So you don't you don't know if they're, if they're fucking each other. Oh, Sayori, you deserve a better show. So it was just like a it was just like a brother sister fucking phase. I or was it two sisters? It was just brother and sister. One of them's 15. One of them's 17, I think. Yeah. OK. That sounds about right. Well, Sarancha. Yeah. I'm sorry that you clearly went on the Vita app and then found a girl that said she liked anime 
and then for some reason got in her DMs and started talking about brother sister fucking like yeah, it was normal. Like if you because clearly this is what's happened, right? Like you're not bringing this up out of nowhere. We this is like our sixty third episode. You didn't spend sixty two episodes talking about what you would do if a brother and if your kids fucked. This is something you did or said, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you exactly what happened. Okay. This, this girl, this, I matched on the Haven app with this girl, and her profile was like, "Message me about anime." And so I get, I get a slip in the DMs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Hey, what are you watching this season?" She's like, hey, "I haven't watched anything since Boruto." I was like, "Blocked immediately. Blocked. This isn't fucking Tinder, you stupid bitch. I'm not gonna pretend that I watch." Boruto or One Piece or any one of these normie ass shonen shows that go for 600 fucking episodes. Get the fuck out of here. I hate you. Wow. Okay. So maybe the problem isn't that people are rejecting you. Maybe the problem is that you are clearly rejecting people, you anime classist. You could have brought her in and shown her the world of subs. You could have like slowly introduced her to better and better anime until you until you had a fellow weeb. Although, unless you get to fuck them at the end, it does seem like a lot of work. Yeah, no, gate's closed. I am gatekeeping. The gate has been locked. The thing I hate about the... Hey, Vina app is first out. I don't know who Vina is. But secondly, it's just like, what if you set up a thing where you were like going to meet up? Like, what if you got stood up on a friend date? No, man, I would fucking kill myself. Yeah, it's, it's like one thing to get stood up on like Tinder, but it's like, you know, there was a, I wasn't even looking to fuck tonight and I got stood up. Yeah. It's like my personality got stood up tonight. Other thing I'm going to say about Hey, Vina, though, is. I mean, to take us all the way back to serial killers, how is this not just like serial killer Christmas? It's like, I'm a girl too. Let's be friends. Let's meet up in an alley and just be friends. We can trust each other because we're both girls, right? Stab, 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 stab. New suit of clothes for Christmas. 101 Dalmatians, more like 101 cremations because you're going to have so many (laughs) fucking teenage girl skeletons in your clin at home. And so many great new sets of clothes. I feel like it would be really hard to kill someone in New York City. Like, I have no, no doubt in my mind all the murders would happen in the suburbs because, like, think about how many times you're isolated in the suburbs. You have to park your car, you go to the grocery store, you're walking, you're alone, it's dark. That's murder bait, baby. But, like, you have to really go out of your way to be isolated in New York City. I totally agree. But... One of the things that often gives away the murder is the smell of the bodies being cremated in the trunks of cars. Like, in New York City, it always smells terrible anyway. So, like, if you're burning a body down in your basement, it's like, well, I don't know, you were probably burning a raccoon down in the basement yesterday, and you'll be burning a tire there tomorrow. But, like, how are you going to kill him? Fun fact for everyone who's never been... We don't have alleyways yeah, in New York. Alleyways. The buildings are built so close together that there are no alleyways. No, that's very expensive real estate. I don't know why we would why we would just have them there for the Ninja Turtles like a murder, to hop in and out of a murder slide. <laughs> God damn it! Okay, I'm sorry that you didn't find any Haven of friends. I'm also kind of not sorry because I don't want you getting murdered. I um, jokes on you. That's all I'm looking for. God, you millennials. Going for a nice stab in the kidney. All right, we'll be right back after this with our third segment. Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast. I got the antibody test. How did it go? It well, not great, but 
the first thing I want to do is tell people what the antibody test is in case they don't know. What's the antibody test? Um, it's the test that tests your antibodies for COVID. Right. Why would you get it? So you could tell if you had COVID. Exactly. And why would it be important to know if you had COVID or because not? Because if you have COVID, have had it, then you get to lick as many subway poles as you want. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's generally speaking with a virus, you can only get it once. And after that, you create these little antibodies in your system. And those antibodies are a genetic marker that says, I had it, it's gone. I took the antibody test and I did not have the COVID antibody. No. I know. Which sucks. It rules, but it sucks. It sucks because now I can't visit my mom for Mother's Day. Because, like, I've never had the COVID. Which means, like, I can have it right now. So, like, I can't go visit my elderly parents. We can't go get... We can't make French toast. We can't watch Judge Judy. I can't have any parent time. Fucking sucks. But on the other hand... Good on me for not getting COVID. Yeah, no, you did take it very seriously. I was convinced that we'd both had it. Me too. But I guess not, because if you don't have it, obviously I don't have it. Yeah, I'm on the subway every day going to work. And remember, at the beginning of this, the CDC was like, you don't got to wear a mask. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, at the beginning of this, the CDC is like, mask, mask, don't go cray cray. Try to limit the number of subway poles you're licking, but don't stop altogether. Fucking exactly. At the beginning of the CDC is like, go to work, have fun, make out with people. Everything's cool, baby. The last thing we want is a panic. At the beginning of this whole mess, the CDC was like the mayor from Jaws. It's like, yes, I know that Jaws is out there eating people, but what if there's a panic and it ruins our summer economy and now we can't, now we, we will we'll lose all our seaside tourism business. I'm the mayor from Jaws. No, my pic, no more pictures of Chris Christie's entire family hanging out on the beach. <laughs> yup, exactly. And the Christie's are like the ultimate snack for Jaws. Oh, yes, they are. It's like you got to eat Grimace and Grimace's whole family of mini Grimaces. It's like you get to eat like a six-piece McNuggets and a giant McNugget. It's like if you just got your shark, you're like, holy shit, are we on that Bermudian island where there's the pigs in the water? <laughs> yes, exactly. So I'm going to work. I'm like, like I'm, I'm fucking licking, licking doorknobs. I'm making out with the DoorDash guy. I'm doing fucking everything. I don't got the COVID. I don't got the COVID. Scary thing about the COVID though, people in their 30s and 40s are now getting strokes, sudden strokes from the COVID. Have you heard about this? I have. Yeah. Like, uh, apparently totally normal, healthy ass person. One day they just boom, stroke out. And then I was reading some article about a doctor looking at like, as he was, as he was dissecting blood clots in this dude's brain, more blood clots were forming in real time around the clot he had just disabled, which reminded me a lot of that like surgery game on the Nintendo Wii. Trauma Center, second opinion. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like second opinion is you're even more dead because of the COVID. So then I was like, God damn it. You know what I heard is what? that Zoomers, it's our time. It's time to rise up, Zoomers. We're going to hide the cure in Minecraft so none of you can get it. Oh, speaking of Minecraft. Okay, I got to pull this up. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, Zoomers, it's our time. We're going to lick all the doorknobs. We're going to be sneezing on everybody. All right. Uh, you thought you were safe because you because you remember the 90s? Nope, <laughs> not anymore. All right. Speaking of Minecraft, 
there's an Am I the Asshole. It has 18,000 upvotes. And you want to hear about the awards it has? Oh, it has so many awards. It has the it has two poop knife awards. It has two triple ply toilet paper awards, three a diamond in the poo awards, five stonks falling awards, three press F awards, and the Golden Throne Award. Are these awards good or bad? I don't know. <laughs> it's I mean, they must be good because you have to spend money to give them? I would spend money to tell somebody on Reddit they're fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it does have the wholesome seal of approval award, but it has 14 yikes awards, and it's a monkey making a yikes face. So here's the thread. It's called, Am I the Asshole for Deleting My Son's Minecraft World? And welcome to another edition of... The loudest assholes troll court. Okay. I want to know whether or not this person is trolling because I can't tell. I'm ready. All right. Am I the asshole for deleting my son's Minecraft world? I have two children, a nine-year-old son and a six-year-old daughter. My son had a Minecraft world where he built quite an impressive castle on an island, which he was very proud to show to me. Since school was canceled, he has had issues with waking up on time. He is supposed... A nine-year-old son, by the way. He is supposed to wake up at seven each morning, but for the past month, he's been sleeping in till around 9 or 10 a.m. I always set an alarm for him, my nine-year-old son, but he sleeps right through it. I don't wake him up because waking himself up is a skill that he needs to learn. I told him about two weeks ago that there are going to be consequences for him if he continues to sleep in every morning. At first, he understood... He was waking up on time every morning. For the past week or so, he'd fallen back in old habits. I told him yesterday, this is his final warning. Today, he slept in until 11. So I followed through with my warning and went on the computer and deleted his favorite Minecraft world. I also took away his computer privileges for the next month. When I told him I did this, he started screaming and crying. He told me that he had spent a whole year working on that world. And he's very distraught that he's never going to see it again. He has been crying and sobbing throughout the day and has refused to eat any of his meals. Reddit, am I the asshole for deleting my son's Minecraft world? Let's get that out of the way. Do you think this guy's an asshole for doing this? Of course. Why didn't he just take the computer? It's a really this good doesn't make any sense. This is fake. This never happened. This is fake as shit. That's a well, wait. To be fair, does Minecraft have some sort of cloud access where he could access his Minecraft world from his phone? I have never in my life played Minecraft, but I'm a hundred percent sure that no one who's old enough to have a nine-year-old son knows how to effectively remove a Minecraft world from this plane of existence. I, that is the first clue to me that this is a troll. I, Asterisk Coconuts, I know how to delete Minecraft from a computer. I can go to like the settings, remove programs, delete it like that. I don't know how to delete a world. It would take me a while to figure out. The only gem, the only diamond in this sandstorm of bullshit is that maybe that's what he means. Maybe he, this fucking boomer ass dad deleted the Minecraft, like the little icon. It was like, I put, I deleted Minecraft. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I hope that is the case. I'm looking for OP responses. 
Uh, give me one second. Comments. Oh, no comments. That could mean it's real. No cut co- because if I'm a troll and I tried my I tried my hand at my the asshole trolling, I'm getting in there trying to stoke the fire. I'm calling people Karen. I'm defending myself. Like I'm trying to get it going on with people. But no comments means maybe I felt so ashamed that I had to leave the internet. Yeah, that I mean that my that's what I'm thinking. If this is real, and I think there's a very very slim chance that it is. It's some dad is like, okay, I'm going to delete the Minecraft world. And then he just takes it and drags it and puts it in the recycling bin. It's like, Minecraft world deleted. Okay. God, I hope that this is boomer parentage. Uh, the, The number one comment here is, you're the asshole. Parenting is more about finding ways to get your child to succeed than negative punishment. Not only will your goal of having him wake up not be met, you've created additional hardship on your child during these unprecedented times. He's nine. The punishment did not fit the crime. Oh, no, it did not. Oh, my God. I cannot imagine. Holy shit. Can you imagine, like, working on a book or something for a year and then your partner trashes your hard drive or something? Oh, my God. I would fuck can kill myself that's i'm leaning towards okay you okay you would if you had threatened to do this explicitly i think it would be a little bit better if you'd been like if you don't start waking up on time i see you spending a lot of time in your minecraft world i'm gonna have to delete your minecraft world because you need to spend more time in the real world like you can't just make the punishment nebulous. Like, if you don't start waking up on time, terrible things something, will happen to the people you love. And something irreparable is going to happen to your Minecraft bees. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like, like creep. I'll find a way to stop the creepers from destroying your castle forever. <laughs> you you got to be specific. Yeah. Oh, man. I would just take the computer. Like, clearly that was an option because he he did that in addition to deleting the Minecraft server. That's a really fucking good point. That's a really good point. That would be like, not not only am I taking away your access to the Animal Crossing Island, but I also talked to Isabel and Isabel's making all your, all your favorite residents leave. Rex, Cody, that cat that's also an influencer pop star, they've all left the yeah. I made Isabel tell them you hated them. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Somebody do that. Somebody be like, am I the asshole for punishing my six-year-old by evicting his favorite villager? Wait, 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 wait. By somebody, do you mean us? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's do it. We're doing that. We're doing that right after this episode oh is done. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. Uh, quick island update. Um... I, th- I think it might be fun to just, like, let people know what's going on in our island every week. Just because it's like, th- this way you don't have to play Animal Crossing, but you can still talk about it and you, you fucking Slack chats at work. Yeah. The fuckable dog is here. Isabel's here. That dog that everybody wants to put in is here. She, she showed is. up and she's now, she's running the village center. She's running the, the village services center. She's here now. She's working right next to Tom Nook. It's super adorable. Everybody loves the fuck dog and I love the fuck dog and I'm happy she's here. Also, I did a little bit. I did a little bit of googling on the fuck dog. Apparently, Isabel is a queer icon. Is she gay? Uh not gay. Queer, because Isabel develops a crush on the player, regardless of the player's gender identity. So, if you're a if you're a little boy in the in the, in the Animal Crossing world or a little girl in the Animal Crossing world, Isabel 
is just super into you. I think the thing that Isabel is really attracted to is power and bells. Isabel is a reverse furry icon. <laughs> I don't know what that... Okay, elaborate on this just a little bit more. Okay, so Isabel's a dog, right? Uh-huh. And she wants to fuck a human. And normally when you're a human and you want to fuck a dog, you're called a furry. But Isabel's a reverse furry. Yes! Oh my god! She's a humie! You're fucking right! Time to kink shame the Animal Crossing dog! She's super into fucking people! She's a pee-pee! Wow, this is goddamn... I never even thought of that! (laughs) Okay, so Isabel's here. She wants to fuck. Blathers is here. We've already talked about Blathers being here. Rex showed up on the island. Rex is a lion. I haven't really figured out Rex's personality yet. He just seems like he's stoned all the time. Is that his thing? Yeah. Okay. All right. Rex is here. Also, a fucking hippie named, like, Dave, man, showed up. And he was like, whoa, I heard about your island. It's pretty cool. If you ever want to visit my island, that would be totally neat. So, you can go. So, there's a ticket for his island at the airport. We go to the airport. says, you want to fly to Dave's island? Sure. We get there. It's the middle of the night. The island only has one house on it. It sucks. Harvey's island fucking blows. Harvey, that's his name. Harvey's standing outside. Harvey goes, and this is not an exaggeration. Hey, thanks for coming to my island. He's the only one there. Why don't you come on in and I can take some pictures of you? And you're like, okay. And you get in and he's like, it's a lot of fun. I love inviting people over here all by themselves flying here and i just love taking pictures of them and obviously you've seen our character our character is clearly a child yeah give me your passport yeah, <laughs> to take your photo i need to take your passport first i'll hold on to this in case you lose it here let me hang on to you. like um oh and also harb's like i have all sorts of outfits if you want to change into any of the outfits i have so i can take your picture I have six different rooms where I could take your picture in any of these fun outfits. One of them looks like an exposed brick nightmare room. Yeah. Yeah. My last name used to be Terry. What about it? Sure, I used to work for American Apparel. Who gives a shit? That's weird. And then Harv goes like, I'm just going to go outside and catch some fresh air. Why don't you just take any pictures you want? As many as you want all by yourself. You know he's behind some sort of two-way mirror just cranking his dog penis. Just like making that red rocket launch. Oh, yeah. He's hoping that Isabel comes over. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. And then, like, eventually you figure out that, like, you're allowed to invite your friends. So, it's like you can invite anyone you want. And then, after you leave the island, he's like, I did a special photo session just with your friends. If you want to buy these pictures of That's your friends. Yeah, and now I'm realizing, now it's like not only he's jerking it, it's also some kind of timeshare thing, where it's like, if you want to buy a picture of the cat, it's 2,000 bells. Like, all right, is this like that thing in high school where it was like, you got accepted to our most exceptional students catalog, we're going to put your name in the super students guide. Why does anybody have that guide? Why? Do you know what I'm talking about with the super students guide? I have no idea. All right, this must have been like a 90s thing. It was very similar to the class ring. Every single student in the country got a letter in the 90s that said, your name has been selected for our exceptional students guide. It's a, only exceptional students get to be published in it. Uh, we're going to put your name in it for free. 
Now, obviously, you want a copy of this guide, right? Well, that's twenty nine ninety five. If you want five copies of it, you can send it to your family members. It'll give you like five or a hundred. And it's just like a weird book of names. It's not like anyone's using this book for reference. No one's like, huh, hey, uh, Laura, get me the five most exceptional students in my small town stat. Oh, luckily, I've got one of those exceptional student guides right here. It's weird. That's fucking weird. Holy shit. That sounds like a scam. Yeah, it, it, it was a super goddamn scam. Wow. Yeah, but I'll tell you something. It's not a scam. Patreon.com slash stereo. We're recording another Dark Side Jills next weekend. God, I'm so fucking excited. It's going to be all about 90 Day Fiance and the art, the artistic beauty that i've seen the download numbers you fucking sausage i know no men watched it but you can get educated on why this is the best show ever made uh, dark side just just two dollars sriracha is trying to tell me about what's his name no neck ed yeah no neck ed <laughs> okay if you've seen no neck ed trending on twitter apparently no neck ed is a character on 90 day fiance which is like the most popular reality show in the world right now he's he's the breakout star he's the breakout star and um, Sriracha shows me, she's watching the video and she's like, hey, take a look at this. She turns around her computer. No Naked is giving like a, a an Asian woman a foot massage. Yeah, he, No Naked is dating Rosemary. No Naked is 54 years old and is dating 23 year old Rosemary from the Philippines. So y'all already know what the fuck's going on there. <laughs> right. We don't need to say anything else. And it's like, she's like, hey, take a look at this. And like, she's showing it to me and I just tell her, I want to know nothing else about this. I go, I'm putting up a firewall right here on information <laughs> about No Neck Ed and the girl from the Philippines that he's marrying in 90 days or is married to for 90 days. I don't know how. I don't want to know how. You guys leave that on Dark Side Chills. Well, if you, listener, want to know how, head on over to patreon.com slash just $2. Next week, we got a brand new episode coming out. It's going to be good shit. Yeah. Um, that's it for this week's episode of the Loudest Pod. All right. Next week, we have to get back to voicemails. Yeah. We've been, we haven't done them for three weeks. We've been really lazy about the voicemails. You can leave a voicemail at 848 863 5343 or you can write us a letter or a note at the loudest podcast at gmail.com thank you for listening we'll talk to you later bye bye